I'm Jeremy Grew. And I'm Gary Butterfield. And this is Days of Future Cast, the podcast where we talk about X-Men comic books. And we're in the middle of our kind of tour of X-Men comics. Uh, we're just doing it. We're just kind of breezing through a bunch of number ones. Uh, we've done yeah. the original number one from the 60s. We did the Uncanny Relaunch, Giant Size X-Men number one from the 70s. And now, skip that fucking 80s decade. Yeah. Uh, totally. And, and went right into who? Spew Mutants. Spew Mutants. Uh, now we're right into the 90s. Uh, where I think you and I are probably most comfortable dealing with X-Men stuff. Yeah. I own this comic. Yeah, I think I do too. Or you know? did at some point, yeah. Yeah. I, I've read this several times. Uh, this is the uh, adjectiveless mm-hmm. X-Men from uh, 92. Um, the Or 91, rather. Uh, Chris Claremont and Jim Lee. Uh, you know, the, like it is hard to understate jim lee mm-hmm. uh in this um and this was also kind of a soft relaunch of the x-men the x-men had been going at this point but there have been a lot of changes and this is them kind of uh you know bringing it back and making it modern this is when the x-men split into two teams you know when we start having x-men and uncanny x-men um with different leadership even though the plots were basically intercut yeah like you basically had to buy them both um, <laughs> i wonder why they did that <laughs> the uh well this is the other answer to what you do at 13 with too many Mm x-men um this is a cool and good comic and we were both talking about in the green room like after i finished this i was like man i could just keep reading this absolutely uh you know this this is pretty fun and very nostalgic and Um, how good is this gigantic widescreen like dude i I love this so much um uh, you know jim lee is i everybody has a grimace at all times like nobody is ever happy in the yeah. jim Gree universe and um i i think i said jim Gree, not jim lee so because i was looking at gene gray um <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine uh when you put two things together um but the, the uh, it, it's it's so nostalgic for me like it feels like a warm bath of getting into these this energy blast going everywhere and i don't know like this stuff just works for me and i, I know it's because i just i read it at a formative time i read it at a formative age yeah so. like there's a lot of disdain for this stuff and they're not wrong yeah you know when it's like oh these are this is shallow and flashy and ultimately this is the kind of shit that gave birth to spawn mm-hmm uh you know and, and stuff like that that's pretty odious um i am i can very I'm very aware that this just hit me in the right pocket yep mm-hmm. uh you know which is like very shortly after i got into comics i got into comics a little bit before this uh through my buddy who was into dc stuff so the you know i got into the comic book uh storm the nuclear man or firestorm the nuclear man before this and then x-men and this looked so much cooler and better and uh this is what i got into yeah so um and we're we're gonna kind of get thrown into the deep end here like even even experienced x guy that i am i was like what in the fuck is happening in this comic book (laughs) who who is chasing whom in here yeah it's it's a different kind of storytelling uh it's still wordy but it's a little bit more sophisticated Mm -hmm. like it's just as wordy but it's a little bit paced a little bit better you know to where there are reveals and stuff like we get these uh astronauts who are uh you know, going through, they're in trouble. Um, they're being chased, you know, and we don't know who they are. Um, we get the idea that they have hijacked a ship, mm-hmm. but we don't know exactly what's happening. And they eventually go into a, a bright light and get stopped. And here's Magneto uh, standing in the middle of space in a bubble uh, outside of his asteroid, blasting their ship. We uh, we made fun of um, Magneto basically being able to do anything, but this like I'm going to use a magnetic shield to be in a, a air bubble in space is 
pretty dope. <laughs> like if you're going to use your magnetic yeah. powers to do something, that's pretty dope. In- incredibly good Magneto. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this era. Um, you know, and he's, this is, uh, Magneto, like he's been on the team. This mm-hmm. is after he taught the new mutants. He was an X-Man for a while. Um, this is where he is trying to be a hermit. You know, he says like, I don't have any interest in what happens on earth, but you can't come to my house and do this shit. Yeah. You know, which I, is very reasonable. Um, yeah, I like that quite a bit. And the people that hijack the sheet, the ship are like, Hey, we, they, they call him Lord Magneto. And they're like, you know, you're, we, we want to be part of your thing. And he's like, I don't have a thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like good no I don't have a thing I'm not even doing anything yeah. Um, yeah. he's like Ben Wyatt I know how I fill my days <laughs> yeah he's, he's making like little I stop this robe I like <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I've got one dope robe um, yeah and then yeah from, um, from there we go to uh, Russia um, because when Magneto revealed himself it's revealed that like he's got Asteroid M basically hovering directly over Russia um, which is you know not necessarily a threat, but also not necessarily like a great time. Yeah, not good for for relations. Uh, you know, the president is trying to avoid doing something that will cause more tension. Mm-hmm. And Nick Fury says, "Hey, I've got an idea." Um, and we cut over to the X Men, um, doing a training montage with Forge and their science floor. Um, the training is they've set up this exercise where two teams try to infiltrate and tag uh, Professor Xavier. Yep. And this is uh, Iceman on the junior team, but most of the people on the senior team don't have to do it. Yeah. I did, which is kind of weird. Uh, Storm and Cyclops are both leaders of their respective teams. Uh, Beast and I think Banshee are on the, uh, you know, the support team. And then as mentioned, Forge is in the floor. Yeah. So. Floor Forge. The best Forge that could ever yep, floor. floor forge. <laughs> um, everybody poses in this book. And you get a real good example mm-hmm. of this um, where, you know, Cyclops is just standing there with one leg out, but chest all pokey. And like Storm looks like somebody has told her to stand this way so somebody, they can take a picture of her. Um, it, every, everything is it's like. It's like the Rob Liefeld, like boob and butt. Yep. Yeah. Everything. You know how to see both. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of thing. Very, very twisty attorney. Uh, and not necessarily like great, but like very like provocative so yeah uh you know a reminder of the you know this being a time where they put out an x-men swimsuit issue exactly yeah you know like this 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 was the water at the time um and everybody angsts as well this period Mm -hmm. uh professor x who's hanging out as the bait with gene gray is just kind of angsting about how much things have changed since he's been gone Uh, he came back um i can't remember why he's gone at this point i don't either um but just Basically, he has to relearn the team, and he has a lot of guilt, mm-hmm. you know, uh, about his failures. Yeah, because it costs you know um, the lives of some kids, right? Like he, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, all the the uh, the new mutants didn't all die, but this is after the extinction agenda, where Warlock died, which was a big deal. So, um, which is also that's a storyline I would love to cover at some point. Like that's something to say I have a lot of nostalgia for. Mm-hmm. Way in the future, let's not do it anytime soon. But I do have a lot of nostalgia <laughs> for it. Um, so we get the team using their powers in a training thing, which is a, a Chris Claremont staple. Yeah. You know, and a, and a comic uh, and we book just get staple, illustration, right? Like this is, this, totally. this feels just like, Hey, we're reintroducing everybody. So, um, yep. uh, we've got Iceman and rogue, um, kind of trying to figure out how to get rid of some heat seeking bullets, uh, very reminiscent of, you know, the 1960s thing that we just, we just read. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, We've got Cyclops, not Cyclops, Jesus Christ. Why do I call Colossus Cyclops, Gary? 
Hey, you know the C word? Is this the uh, they both begin with the same Whoa. letter alliteration? Wait a minute. I didn't yeah. say that. Yeah. Calm down. We're not in <laughs> England, Gary. Calling. Jesus Christ. You can't just <laughs> pop that one out. Fanny. <laughs> um, yeah. I love this little like Archangel does a little Colossus fastball special where he has to like carry him in human form mm-hmm. and then he turns it he metals up to burst through the wall like a cannonball. Like that is very cool. Yes, absolutely. Uh looking. Um he gets disabled by Jean Grey immediately um and we get this colossus stoicism yes you know have no fear i will do what must be done this is the beginning of colossus like during this arc and the next arc uh he loses faith and you know he joins magneto's team Mm -hmm. for a while like this is very prime colossus characterization times um and not all the x-men uh are big and flashy there's also a b team um which is uh salt team bravo which is psylocke wolverine and gambit uh, who are going through the through the sewers? I feel uh, super bad for Psylocke, <clears throat> who has to wait around some in some sewer urine, all of their own, presumably. Yeah, right. Like this is the team's yeah. beast urine. Yeah, cat piss. This is all. This is the X Men's like waste. Um, but she's mm-hmm. she's in like a fucking thong, and all these other dudes get to be like you know have mud boots on Pants, essentially boots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's probably some Warlock stuff in there too. Ooh, yeah, no yeah. Um, I love uh, Wolverine. This I love brown Wolverine costume. Mm-hmm. Very good, it's an extremely uh, appealing Wolverine to me. Um, they get some uh, robots kind of ambushed on them, and they uh, they start fighting back. During the confusion, Gambit slips away. Um, this is you know again they're doing good characterization stuff here. Like Wolverine is saying, "Hey, we're supposed to act as a team," and he's being a lone wolf. Yeah. Um, and security loses him. This is again establishing Gambit as like this you know master thief. Uh, character um he busts in on uh gene gray and uh professor x and he manages to shock gene gray before she can mind wipe him with his cards but because he's disgusting uh he tries to kiss her uh before you know winning the contest and turns out it's a gene gray bot got him uh and professor xavier bought this panel of him on the ground with gene gray's like smoldering robot corpse and professor xavier's robot brain Blowing up is very good to me. A living doll, you would say, that they've created yes. for themselves. <laughs> a real living a doll. A real living doll. <laughs> um, what if no Jean Greys are real? That's what I want for 2030, X-Men. No, no Jean Great Greys have ever like been... Doombots? All of them have been Doombots all the way down. We're all Madeline Pryor. We're all Madeline Pryor. Yeah. <laughs> we are the Madelines. <laughs> we are the Council of Madelines. <laughs> um, so he, he managed to do it, but his personality got in the way. Yep you know um and we get a little uh weird little bit of cyclops and jean gray uh flirting Mm -hmm. you know where uh you know they talk uh cyclops says you know redheads have a dynamite kiss uh and jean gray kind of horns up for gambit a little bit in a way that they playfully go back and forth yeah and we get a little bit of the old professor xavier telling him to stop goofing around um all of this is interrupted when um, Wolverine comes out of the floor, uh, claws first with a good slack sound, which I like a lot. Yeah. Um, and he, this whole thing has been kind of a a fake out because he realized that they were robots using his superior sense of smell, and he was able to sneak around while they were dealing with Gambit in order to get close to uh, Xavier. Which he does by like pointing his claws at him, and then Cyclops is like, "What are you doing? Get your claws away from my father or dad or <laughs> or, or, or brother or whatever. I don't know what he is. Just get him. Get the claws away." 
dad. I mean, uh, yeah. And, and he's the, the kind of point what they're trying to do with this is he's the only one taking this seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been training a lot. Like it's, this is all revealed to be a danger room simulation and he's sick of it. Like all you guys are doing, you know, is computer stuff. If you need, you know, if you need me, just use my simulation. Um, I got better things to do. I'm out. Yeah. You know, classic Wolverine, um, grubby, grubby. Yep. Uh, they get summoned, um, to, uh, by Nick Fury, you know, and kind of a, kept abreast of the situation. Um, and you know, they talk about like, they're like, Hey, uh, your Magneto has to be brought in and rogue who was, you know, close friends with Magneto back, back when they were teammates is just like, Hey, like we should talk to him. Like he's our buddy. He's our ally. And they're like, yeah, but he's also been our enemy and we have to be prepared in case he breaks bad. And I I like this push and pull a lot. Like the tension of this is good because Wolverine's like, you know, I mean, like, because Cyclops is like, hey, we still have to be careful because a leopard doesn't change his spots. And Wolverine is like, really? Because he was an X-Man for a while. Like, what is, does that mean anything to you? And I'm a leopard and Rogue is a leopard. Yeah. You know, like like we were both like bad guys. Everybody in this room has been a leopard except for you, Cyclops. And we've still got like probably 15 years for that to happen. So but we'll get there. (laughs) Like it's going to happen, buddy. (laughs) Hey, this this dad, you're going to murder him. Um. We we cut over to space uh, section where one of the people who has hijacked uh, the ship, like or the people who hijacked the ship, have been brought on to Magneto's cool space station and are fighting. Yes, um, they don't have their powers, and uh, you know they're really uh, the humans are very incredibly upset that the mutants had like hijacked their ship. And he says like you know a lot of good men died when you did that. Um, they are about to slaughter the mutants when Magneto in his cool robe interrupts them. God, what a um, not even really a robe. But this outfit is incredible, uh, and I'm so glad it showed up in the animated series as well. Me too. Uh, we made our, like a whole cover of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we spent quite a bit of time on this. this um, uh, and I, dude, I've been watching a um, because you know my life is a lot of British reality television. So we've we're we're down to the sewing bee competition, <laughs> the Great British Sewing Bee. <laughs> and uh, man, I want to see this challenge of like make a magneto robe that looks like this, please. So, dude. Or I would like to see a cake that looks like this. Okay. Like any kind of British, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. kind, of, kind of contest about this. Xavier was just on the, uh, the Bake Off, by the way. Ooh. James McAvoy. Phenomenal. Um, he, that dude is, he has an energy. I don't, I mean, I'm sure he was hamming it up for television or whatever, but that dude has an energy that I don't want to be around a lot. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you know, when people are like, oh, I'd love to have dinner with James McAvoy. I'd be like, <laughs> I, I don't want to have dinner with any actors. Like, I don't know them. Yeah, like, it's yeah. a weird thing when people are like, man, it'd be amazing to have dinner with Mads Mikkelsen. And it's like, yeah, no. You know, you don't know anything about that guy. Like, you like his vibe from a couple of interviews, but, like, it's also a stranger. Yes, absolutely. You know? And he would be just as uncomfortable so, with you as you should be with him. Yeah. Like, why would he want to have a, a, a dinner with you? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> like, the guy's going to ask you about your typing pool job or whatever, like, your data entry or whatever your boring-ass job is. <laughs> You know, what are you, like, are you asking Matt Nicholson to like ask you about your target shift? You know, <laughs> well, you know, a clock in and Matt Nicholson, yeah. Matt Nicholson, that would actually be the the dope dude to be like, what is clocking in? <laughs> Please explain this concept to me. <laughs> like, what do you mean by that? And I don't like, understand. Nothing in common. Like why, why people want to hang out with people who are ultra rich, who they don't know is really beyond me. When you say retail, are you redoing? Yeah. Has it tailed is- once? <laughs> Um, the, uh, so Magneto shows up in his robe and basically says like, these mutants are guilty of earth laws that I don't recognize. The only reason why you're here is because I let you live. 
uh, one of the uh, humans mouths off and shoots uh, one of the, the mutants and, and she falls dead in front of Magneto and Magneto uh, uses his powers to make him shoot himself uh, in the head with his, uh, his weapon. I love um, um, the, the when as she's collapsing, she's like, you know, we, we pledge our lives to your cause. And he's like, I don't have one of those. Like, and I know it's supposed to be, yeah. I know it's supposed to be like a very serious, like this is like Ronin Magneto or whatever, but it's very, in a rest of development way, he's it like, keeps happening. <clears throat> he's like, I just, I just, I don't have one of those, man. Like, I feel like, I feel like if yeah. this was Michael Bluth, <laughs> this would be extremely funny. Right. <laughs> All I care about is mopping this floor and wearing this ring. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> like, this is what I do now. Um, it's very good. Um, and this is where he's introduced to uh, Fabian Cortez, uh, who's the villain of this arc, basically, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and says, uh, you know, basically Fabian says, we need you people on Earth, um, you know, our mutants are in real trouble. We need a deterrence like threat that the flat scans will understand. And we get Magneto just being like flat scans. You know, he doesn't know about these these prejudices. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, he, he enlightens him to bigotry. Like he's basically tempting Magneto to the dark side. I forgot how much the story was about Fabian Cortez making Magneto be a shithead again. Yes. You know, uh, which is cool. Like Fabian Cortez is a real villain. Uh, back over at Xavier's, uh, that he's picked up a signal from Cerebro. So it's time to, uh, send in the blue team, uh, while Storm's gold team is going to be in reserve. So the blue team rolls out. Uh, this is beast gambit, Psylocke, Wolverine, and um rogue and cyclops yeah yeah uh they're in the new cool 90s blackbird dope uh they've created yep it's excellent Mm -hmm. uh and they go to where magneto is at the site of uh one of his early like big 80s crime kind of things where he decided to disarm all of the nuclear bombs uh you know to kind of defuse the cold war and ended up getting caught and put on trial because when they launched a missile he drowned an entire crew this this is like an 80s x-men thing that i've read a couple times it's cool the mm-hmm. trial of magneto is cool um and he's this is he's angsting about this memory and the x-men show up and are like hey what are you doing here yeah you know are you just pulling these ships up or these missiles up out of the kindness of your heart so you can give you the people you killed a proper burial you know what are you doing uh egging him on and he does not have time for this ship yeah and he's you know he's basically saying like hey i don't want to fight you or anything i'm not going to fight anybody but also kind of want these missiles just to have them around <laughs> i just want to make sure i got some missiles yeah. um very like yeah. you know ripped from the headlines political style stuff happening here oh yeah very, this, this is about cold war deterrence exactly yeah. you know kind of stuff um he's holding back you know uh cyclops attempts to crash the jet into him which <laughs> not the you know, most tactical thing he's ever done uh, and he stops it uh beast and gambit jump out mm-hmm. you know to try to try to stop him and he basically just like mostly wipes the floor with the x-men um you know he he smacks beast in the gut he sends gambit's cards back at him uh you know so he gets blown up um psylocke gets the better of him for a second and it isn't until wolverine like kind of guts him a little bit yeah that anything happens cyclocke with these giant kicks oh. right i mean jesus yeah, christ yeah, yeah. This, i mean the, the the fucking pose here Oof. the the near automata uh angle you know this is going up mm, mm, mm. um cyclops says like oh that's that's wolverine about to go fucking nuts like i gotta pull him off magneto yeah. we're not we're not about to try to kill him um so cyclops blast wolverine or excuse me blast magneto out of wolverine's uh range and into 
like uh, the area of the ship that is full of all of the dead bodies and, and all of the skeletons yeah. of the of the sailors that he killed which before this were all abstractions instead of men right now and now he's like having to face all of that in a kind of a cool way like i dig this this is this is neat and this is really classic uh claremont like melodrama stuff absolutely you know, I, I love that. I love that he's he's getting face to face with this stuff. I love him um being really betrayed and hurt by Wolverine doing this. You know, it's like, you know, we were we were on the team. You know, like we were we are like we fought side by side. Why why doesn't that mean anything to you? Um and seeing these corpses fucks him up a little bit. Uh and he kind of goes extreme. He like knocks everybody away and he's like, if you value your lives, leave me alone. Yeah. And he takes all the missiles and starts going back into space. Um Rogue goes to go talk to him and be basically like, hey, you might mean well, but you're freaking everybody the fuck out. Yeah. Like, nobody wants an orbital nuclear missile station controlled by you, uh, you know, in the sky. You're just proving them right by acting this way. And she gets interrupted by a uh, the army sending uh, missiles at her. Yeah. The Rus- trying to hit him. Spe- like she guards him. Specifically the Russian army. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, again, kind of proving his point. You know, uh, he saves her life, but he's not into any of this shit. Like he's like, you know, he sends out this EMP blast. Yeah. Um, kind of fucking everything up. Um, this is also like when you, this is one of the times where like when people are talking, they're just literally yelling constantly, which I find very amusing. Oh yeah. Very funny to me. Um, back on asteroid M, Fabian Cortez is like, "Hey, brother, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you okay? <laughs> hey, Eric, how are you doing, Magnus? Um, because um, he got lucky. Because Magneto, uh, if his armor hadn't been, you know, as good as it was, he would have been completely gutted. And he's saying like there was no hesitation. Like it doesn't matter who I used to be or what I used to be. That dude would have just fucking slaughtered me." Um, yeah. and you know, I, at some point I counted him, if not as a friend, then at least a, you know, comrade or whatever. Um, yeah. I, and you know, now I can't even do that. Yeah. What has changed? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's feeling it. He's very weak from using his powers, uh, so much and from getting stabbed as where Fabian Cortez comes up and reveals himself as a healer. Um, this is not what he does. It's, it is a fake. It's like a methadone, uh, healing feeling, uh, which is the, you know, we get a lot of plot about this with these guys absolutely um, not yet though mm-hmm. slow reveal yeah this this is um, going to go on for a while from what i remember yeah uh the x-men find uh they're looking for rogue but they can't find her they're not sure if she's dead they find her and she uh was put into genosha uh which the x-men had recently liberated um during that extinction agenda crossover that i mentioned mm-hmm. um and as she's waiting for a rescue from the X-Men, uh, these crew um, from the spaceship, who are now a team and have come up with uniforms, show up to fuck up Genosha. Um, these are the Acolytes. Have you ever seen, like, a crew form, like, so fast? <laughs> like, this is so quick. Did you guys, <laughs> quick have you guys been, like, planning this the whole time? Or, like, what are you doing? <laughs> well, we know Magneto mostly sews. Yeah, now. I mean, sure. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What else are you going to do on Asteroid so, M, you know? I have no idea what he does on Asteroid M. Um, play chess by himself. I, I, the, uh, I imagine he had this, these outfits planned because he just assumed he'd get a Brotherhood of Mutant at some point, mm-hmm. you know, evil or otherwise. <laughs> um, and they're offering, you know, they're saying, you know, Rogue, like, I'm going to kill these humans, but you can come with us if you want. Yeah. Uh, you can be part of Magneto's uh, new chosen people. Um, and we get a superhero fight. Yep. Uh, she starts fighting them and then the X-Men show up. Yep. Cause she gets, she gets taken out almost pretty quickly. Like she's, she is, she is on the losing side until the X-Men show up. 
Um, and then it's it's time for a fight. We get some introduction to some of these guys' powers, where you know one dude can change the molecular structure of another dude uh, to make him resistant to Wolverine's claws, um, which of course is going to drop his speed down. So, um, yeah. you know, all kinds of gamut catches a bullet. Yeah, uh, we, we get a fastball special uh, throws it back. from Beast, yep. which is always fun. Um, you know, just just standard operating X Men stuff right here. Yep. Um, these guys, you know, are kind of anonymous. The acolytes kind of suck in, in some ways. Like I like their power set, but they're all just sniveling evil mutant supremacists other than Fabian Cortez. So I don't tend to remember them very much. Like this big dude is Javits. The guy who changes the materials name is Chrome. I think, um, there's a guy who flies and I have no idea who he is. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. Not they're cannonball. Like, <laughs> yeah. They not cannonball, uh, gets, uh, psychically fooled into running into a brick window, which is cool. Mm-hmm um and uh wolverine confronts fabian cortez you know basically saying like i'm gonna kill you and he's like you don't like for information he says you don't have to do that i'll tell you my affiliation i'm not hiding anything and that's when magneto pops down and stops everybody from fighting yes and and basically like his point here is weird he's like yeah they killed all these humans but these humans were from genosha i'll punish them myself okay (laughs) yeah like they're not they're not gonna go to jail i'm gonna what you know i don't don't know what that means but he's like i will take care of this he uses a lot of word Um, too like i mean he's got like a whole villain monologue speech here as he's you know holding his cape up with his hands which i feel like would be an extremely goofy pose in real life oh yeah it's silly and he's got magnets coming out of his hands like magnet power yeah um he basically you know the x-men were winning at this point and basically stomping the floor with these dudes and if Magneto hadn't shown up, that's what would have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he, the important plot stuff is he reveals, like, he did not send this mission. Like, they're acting without his his say-so yes. uh, here. And he extends the, the invitation. He's like, X-Men, any mutant, you guys are all already citizens of Asteroid M if you want to be, even Xavier. Um, you can come and live on my asteroid and live, uh, you know, separate. But if you, any harm against a mutant is harm against me. And I'm going, I am now the protector of mutants on Earth. Uh, and we get a tiny little, uh, tag right before the ending of it where Moria McTaggart mentioned this is her fault. Yeah. Um, this is because she did some weird de-aging shit with him. Whoops. I don't remember the exact details, but yeah, she did some, some, some fuckery with him that made him bad guy again. Yeah. Um, so this, uh, this like you, everybody can come hang out at my pad thing, but you're all citizens of the Magneto mm-hmm. Nation is like, I mean, like cool, but you know, my mutant power is I have three noses. Can you help me get to space? <laughs> like I'm not, yeah. I'm not really a space yeah, guy. <laughs> he, he just assumed uh, that he just assumes any mutant worth it could get there. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of assumptions. Um, or, or he just, he, that's how he probably, that's how he's going to spend his time in asteroid M is just like shuffling dudes like ugly John. Up. <laughs> like he's, he's got the next year booked for Morlocks and, God, I hope Forge comes. Come, I hope Forge comes over and just builds me a space elevator. Like I've, I've been putting that off yeah. for years, and now <laughs> I need it. It's so bad. Help me, SpaceX, SpaceX, X Men. Love it. Um, yeah, uh, and that's the, the first issue. And as I mentioned before, like all the stuff we read today, this was the most fun to me. Yeah, uh, not just because it was nostalgic, but also because like it's better plotted. Like '90s Claremont is an acquired taste, uh, but it does move along quicker and have better action uh, to it. And then, um, and then the other stuff did. We do have one final page uh, that's just like a things to come, like preview page, oh, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. really fucking cool. Like with uh, Longshot 
and there's like cool eyes madeline pryor omega red like I, I just all kinds of like just showing you like oh this is what we have in store for this comic book and i would have like i vaguely remember losing my mind to this and going like oh shit what is any of this i don't know what any of this stuff is i am yeah. ready um it's incredibly cool very exciting very fun um yeah uh, omega red this is omega red's introduction as well i think he's he comes up in the 90s here so big omega redheads check it out um yeah and uh next we'll be doing another we don't know the exact order but we'll be doing some more first yeah um stay tuned stay tuned to social media you'll see that stuff go up on the on, on the twitters and in your in your podcast feeds um thank you for sticking with us through while we just read comics that we want to read uh we really appreciate y'all doing that if you want to support us directly patreon.com slash duckvtv is the place to do it you can also uh leave ratings and reviews tell your friends all that good stuff it's very very much appreciated uh we hope you were doing extremely well we hope you were safe and sound and, and healthy during all of this craziness uh yeah we'll be back in just a couple of days with more x-men comics take care